Dave, you said before, like, Jeans Day isn't enough, <laughs> right? Jeans Friday is not going to solve our problems. <laughs> Welcome to Hallway Conversations. We're a trio of educators who have plenty of questions about teaching and learning and school culture, and we believe in the value of reflection and collaboration as we seek to keep growing as teachers. This podcast is our place for thinking out loud together about issues in education and why they might matter to Christian educators. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. My name is Matt Beamers. I'm Abby DeGroat. And I'm Dave Mulder. In a book titled Visions of Vocation, Common Grace for the Common Good, author Stephen Garber says, quote, We know in our deepest places how hard it is to keep our eyes on the complexity of the broken world around us, to keep feeling the pains of a world that is not the way it is supposed to be, and knowing the difficulties, choosing to engage it rather than being numb by it. If you are new to Hallway Conversations, we want to welcome you here. The general format is that one of us brings a question or a topic and we circle around it and explore our own thinking. We also appreciate getting questions from you, our listeners and audience. So if you have time in the future, please email us or send us a recording of your question to hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. That's hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. Abby, I believe you're bringing the question yeah. and the topic today. Yeah, so I... Um I'm aware, as you all are, that there is a bit of a teacher shortage going on in this country. Um, and Canada. Yeah, yeah. If you, especially since COVID, um, if you look at statistics, I think um, any source will probably tell you that the profession is down, that um, if, if you hear people on the street, if you hear teachers in education talking about it, um, you can get that impression mm-hmm. as well, which honestly, it makes everybody's jobs even harder, even yeah. those who are still there, right? right. So right. if there's not enough bodies in the building, that just makes everyone's work Harder, which leads to more shortages, which it's mm-hmm. a cycle. And yeah. so in the context of our, our grads get to go out and interview yeah. right now here um, at the college level. It's interview season. Um, I also serve on a hiring committee at um, my kids' school, so I'm in the middle of that kind of season. And so just thinking about all of that, um, so in the context of this hiring season, of this teacher shortage, I'm just wondering What are some things um, that schools can do to both acknowledge the hard work that teachers do, so we want to keep teachers in the profession, um, facilitate ways to make that work more doable, and also attract new teachers to the mission and the work of their schools? Yeah. Well, that's a really good question, Abby. Mm -hmm. I thought about that a lot lately as I actually have a daughter going through this Mm -hmm. right now. So she's graduating. And, and yeah, just watching her... um, walk this road of like even comparing schools like a school's mission what makes a school a good fit right. for her yeah. right yeah um and and as i thought about it and it's interesting because i've been a, a principal so i've been on the other side yeah, of it yeah totally but i have a lot of different emotions as a dad actually like and in the end it's her decision but all of a sudden it's all of a sudden i'm thinking about yeah like prep time matters yeah oh yeah Benefits matter. Right. Salaries matter. Right. Um, I get a, I get a little more, and I've used this language. So I want to be really clear about that. About well, we're going to pay you less because it's a we're a Christian school, or it's a mission, mm. and and yet there's a a public school right down the road where you can make more money or better benefits. And also, yeah. it's, and it's not that I'm saying don't don't go to the 
one school because of they pay less or they, mm. it's just interesting watching my own emotions as I watch her go through it, right? Mm-hmm. To say like yeah. what like what does that school Value. Right. Right. And, and also the tangible versus the intangible. Absolutely. Elements of schools yeah. that make them attractive. Yeah. Can you say more about that? Wouldn't you say tangible candidates. versus intangible? So, some... so benefits, salary. Yeah. Those yeah. are tangibles. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, intangibles, class sizes. Mm, yeah. Um, amount of support. Like, do you have an aide in the room? What mm. is what is your teacher to student ratio? What is what is parent support look like? Yeah. What is the collaboration among mm-hmm. the grade level? But I, but I'll, I'll, all of that, and those yep. are all important. But it, but I think that if if I'm gonna, if I'm going to give be honest, is that I think faith based schools where, where I work, and I was part of this again, mm-hmm. so I'm going yeah, yeah. to name that is that I don't think we took. The tangibles always serious right. enough. Mm. Like if I'm on, like, like, well, you know, you, you're going to come to this faith-based school. It means coming with sacrifice, and and we assumed that that so we didn't have to pay attention to the tangibles mm-hmm. sure. as much because it's and, a mission-driven organization. Totally. And you're and all in a, on the mission. It is a mission-driven right. organization, and it is totally. But I also feel like if I think about about even my when I started teaching. That if you if you asked about salary or if salary was important, you that was almost like you could be criticized for that. Mm, like yeah. like wow, well, if you're in on the mission, that shouldn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, and I have matter. to. Live, and actually, I have to live. Right. Yeah. And yeah. But it should matter because because what's the like right? Because if it's not if we're not on if we're in a place that doesn't want to honor the work that people are doing. Yeah. And do you want to be a part of that? Like yep. it's not right. it's not about being on it. Yeah. Like to and, me the, and I think I was saying it's both and. No, I'm not, I'm not yes. criticizing yes. you. Yes. I'm saying for yes. myself. Yeah. I, I think the way the way I started and even my approach sometimes as a principal was but but come on, like we're a we're a faith based right. school. Mm-hmm. Like right. that shouldn't matter. Right. Right. And now it's like absolutely it should mm-hmm. matter. And and to not criticize like is it the only thing? No. But it's a both end. Right. Whereas, yeah. I, as right. I used to think, it it was sort of an either. It was sort of an either, either or. or. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's just as you're talking, I'm thinking about my own story and some of my own regret around it. Sure. Even if, right. if, if to be to be honest, Abby, if you think about your work on the, you know, you said you're part of a hiring committee, or um, even in your own experience, what what are some of the things that you're school or schools that you're experienced with might be doing or that maybe are paying attention to now that they weren't five or ten years ago. Right. I think that especially new teachers are looking for some of those intangibles and pushing schools in healthy ways for them. So things like mentorship programs, right? Like how are you going to support your teachers? What's your plan? Right. I think that's really important for schools to think about. Um, What does your collaboration time look like? I know... um, our veteran teachers are also really looking for that, even in a hire. What is your willingness to collaborate with us? What can you bring to the table? And also, mm. you know, do we have time during the day? Um, how can we get creative? I think schools should be thinking about that. Okay. Even if that's never been a part of your, like, in elementary, I think it's hard sometimes if if you haven't worked that way to carve out planning time for yeah, grade right. levels or for teams. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
to do. So can we get aides to cover lunch? Can we get Mm. people? How can we be creative about specials or about, you know, Mm -hmm. to to carve out time for, I think, really great teachers, in my experience, crave constant authentic growth with each other, right? And I think that's an intangible that is extremely valuable. Well, and to build in time into the school day to do that, that that I think is the real struggle, right? Because we, there's so much of the work of teaching that we're just expected to do outside of contract hours, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is one of the known issues in the profession, right? I'm I'm speaking to an audience of educators here. You you all know this, right? But uh, the planning piece and the grading and making report cards and all of that, how much of that happens outside of contract hours, Mm -hmm. right? So that might be something, again, to the intangibles, but this is a really important one. Like, how do you build in time? Yeah. How do you build in time for teachers if they have time to do the planning and the grading and all of that in work hours? So that doesn't end up being an extra. And, and right? there's no world where that completely goes away, where no, I agree. All, of, I agree. all of that work goes away. But how can we better facilitate? How can we make it more doable? Yeah. Well, because I think back to my years teaching middle school, and I had a prep hour every day. Um, but usually it was, you know, one, one class period I wasn't teaching. We had an eight hour day and I'd be teaching seven hours and have one that I wasn't. Right. Um, and yeah, that's precious time because sometimes it's the thing I got to scramble to be ready for teaching this afternoon. Mm -hmm. I'm going to quick get that stuff done. Or maybe it's things that I'm working on for tomorrow. Sometimes it was like the last class meeting did not go well. And I just need half an hour to collect myself before I move into the next thing. Right. And so there's a time piece, I think for, for educators in there, Mm -hmm. right. Having some time. I think I'd be I think I've shared this story before, but I, I became aware of that when I gave some $5 Tim Hortons cards for to some teachers on one of our professional development days. And a teacher who I felt it was and is a friend and was very supportive of my work as a principal came, came in and was very gracious about it, but, but basically said, this, this is wonderful, but can I exchange this Tim Hortons card for a recess duty? Because mm-hmm. what I need more than a coffee is is someone to is fifteen minutes or twenty minutes or a half an hour, and it was just a bit of a a, a wake up call. Um, I know Dave, you said before like Jeans Day isn't enough, uh, yeah. right? <laughs> Jeans Friday is not going to solve our problems. Right? No, and, but, but but I think I used to think like it, oh, again. Yeah. I'll be honest. I sure. think I used to think that like if. You know, a five dollar Tim Hortons card in jeans days, and I'm not saying they're not appreciative. And totally, I'm totally. just saying it has to be more than that. And mm-hmm. I think I used to naively think that was that's how you form culture. Mm. That's how you care. Can it be part of fun things you do to care for staff? Of of course, sure. but but that's not that's not the gift of time. Right. That's not the I need time and space to write these report cards. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna have high expectations about uh, the feedback we put on report cards. It's gonna take a lot of writing. Well, when are teachers gonna do that? And again, yeah. I used to, I think I used to think that just happened magically, right? Mm-hmm. Then the the all the hours spent outside and it's not gonna go away. Mm-hmm. But I think to to think for myself, anyways, I I wish I would have been more sensitive, right. or even to, to acknowledge that. To acknowledge that, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and no. say, you know, even if you can't totally eliminate the hours outside of work, you can you can make it more doable. Yeah, right? yeah, you because, can... because if our if our teachers are at school till five, six, or seven o'clock, and coming in at seven, you know, whatever early in the morning. And then, and then we talk to them about wholeness and wellness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of these things, something doesn't add up here, Correct. right? Like yep. it, then we have to, so if we put high value on it, 
then we also have to create the, the space for right. it, right? It's like looking at a school's budget and saying, I'll look at your budget, I'll tell you what you value. Sure. Mm-hmm. You talk about wholeness, where's the evidence that you actually value this mm-hmm. in, the, in the lives of your teachers? Right. And I think especially for tuition-driven uh, private schools, non-publics, uh, this is, there's even more of a pressure on that, right? Because they are, yes, the, the budget is tight, and so they're going to be carefully weigh, weighing out how shall we spend this money. But I think that that's one of those things. Like if you want a high-quality learning experience, because what, what is the school for? The kids learning, mm-hmm. right? And if you want a high-quality learning experience for kids, you got to support teachers really well. And that means providing them, well, financial resources and time mm-hmm. because that's what it takes, right? Yeah. If you want to get the brightest and best of your potential candidates, what are you going to do that's going to draw them in? Yeah, like you got to pay them well mm-hmm. and you got to give them the time and the resources that they need. Mm-hmm. We were we were just talking before we came, started recording uh, about an article that said, a recent survey in the last in the last month that said something like thirty percent of teachers are thinking about leaving the field in the next three in oh the next God. three years. Yeah. That's so depressing. It is. That is. So it's, this is a very real problem, it guys. Is. Very real like, problem. It is. And so I guess one of one of the things I often then think about is is you know it's what are we going to do hmm. to make that decision more difficult. Especially for well, for experienced and younger teachers, yes. yeah. right? Yeah, and I and I think that's where I think, like you said, I said young young teachers should be asking questions around common planning time. Mm-hmm. They should be asking questions about mentoring. They should be asking questions about what is you know how might you support me as a principal mm. in my in my first year. You know, maybe it means hey, as a first as a first year teacher, we're going to give you additional prep time than what maybe a sure. more experienced teacher yeah. has. I, I don't know, maybe that's an inequity, but it's just what are those things that you're going to do that in, the, in their first few years makes them think about seeing what else is out there or even what, other, what are other mm-hmm. schools doing because something's, something's not right here. We know more and more people are struggling with anxiety. We know we're struggling with more stress. I said, so I think as schools even, and if we want... Like I said, a positive learning experience for our students, one way that begins is by creating a positive atmosphere for our teachers. And I think, too, investing in professional resources outside of the classroom in schools. Mm. So hiring more counseling staff, Mm -hmm. hiring Mm -hmm. more special education staff, hiring those support staff that also make teachers' jobs more doable. Yeah. I think is incredibly important as well. Yeah. Dave, if you were going to give a, a piece of advice to a to a principal or like what like what and say this here's one encourage not advice let's say encouragement to a to a current principal um, interacting either with a, a potential new staff like a, mm-hmm. a 22 23 year old looking at a school. Um, what what might you say to them? Like, well, yeah, what would you encourage them? Such a good question. I, I was I'm smirking as you asked that question because I get a lot of phone calls and yeah. emails from administrators who are like, "Hey, we want to hire your grads." Yeah. Um, and I always kind of like smile internally because it's, it's not like I'm a placement service that I've got yeah, this right. you know hidden cadre right. of teachers. Yeah. And so, I think that that's a big piece of it. Like. Uh, Administrators, my encouragement to administrators is think of the interview as a mutual interview. Mm-hmm. 
that that the the candidate is equally interviewing you and your school yeah. just as much as you're interviewing them, yeah. and it's got to be mutually a good fit. Yeah. And they are right to ask questions. Yeah. They are right to not just say, "Oh, this is going to be my dream job out, out of the gate here," right? Yeah. Um, and and I, I mean that sounds maybe critical, but I think the profession has changed, yeah. and the expectations on teachers have never decreased. Mm-hmm. They're they're as high today as they've ever been. And so then we've got to be able to support teachers really, really well. Mm-hmm. And so for these candidates, like our, our grads have no problem finding jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a hundred percent career outcomes rate, yeah. like we talk about, right? Um, but yeah, they don't. And so then that does put pressure on schools. And I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. Why school? Some there are schools that are offering signing bonuses yeah. now for for new mm-hmm. you know gra- yeah. college grads coming in. And and that sounds crazy to me in some yeah. ways. But also, I guess I'm pragmatic enough to say. That might be what it takes to get yeah. someone to give your school I, I a serious look. Schools paying right. a certain percentage of student loans. Yes. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Or, or think creatively about it. So, can we, you know, we'll get you to hire. We'll hire you on here, and we will pay for your master's degree. You yeah. stay for one year more year of teaching mm-hmm. for every year that we pay for your master's degree. Okay, great. So, if it takes them three years to do the degree, then they're going to teach in the school for at least six years. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. Some of those yeah. kinds of things. I think that there's some some positive ways that uh, school leaders can just start thinking about, yeah, how do you tell the story of your school in, in a way that's going to be compelling for a new grad? And I think this is an added um, task for teachers, but I think getting teachers to interact in some way with candidates as well oh, can yeah. be a value add. Right? Like These are the people you get to work with. Mm-hmm. I think that can be a huge indicator for grads if they can see themselves there if they can hear the story from someone who's not just on a committee or a Mm -hmm. principal who's trying to you know Uh, tell the story but the people who are in the trenches right right right. with them i think that's a great idea because they get a little different view of things and no offense to the administrators of the room or those listening in right but um the folks who are on the ground working with kids in your school Mm -hmm. have a different perspective probably probably have a different perspective on what it's like actually serving in this school and and for candidates coming in to get the authentic picture, yeah. you know, good and hard parts, right. they, they should hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Abby, what would you say to a, a school leader or a school board member who might listen to this and say, you guys are talking a lot about money. You're talking a lot about benefits. It feels like we're potentially losing our way. Like, these are conversations we didn't have 10, 15, mm. 20 mm. years ago. What? Yeah, how? If I can put you on the spot, how, how might you respond? Respond to that because these were not conversations no. we are having ten or fifteen. It's a different years landscape. Ago. It is a different landscape than it was ten yeah. or fifteen years yeah. ago, and that's like you may you may have that mindset. <laughs> right, it's going to catch up with you, mm. and it's going to cost you good candidates. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fine, <laughs> yeah. but realize yeah. that. And, you know, sometimes we talk about how in Northwest Iowa, particularly geographically where we're located, we've got two colleges Mm. of education in the area. Mm. Sometimes we're a little spoiled with grads that are looking to stay. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think local schools sometimes can tend to have some of that. If you talk to some of the other schools that we get emails from on a daily basis here as a department yeah. looking for teachers, mm-hmm. if you go to certain areas of the country, certain um, also certain areas of teaching, right? So oh, yeah. um, like high I school always, sciences, special yeah. education, right? Yeah, it's um, real. It is a real thing that there yeah. are not enough yeah. teachers. And th- 
eventually that's going to catch yeah. up, I think, with all schools. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we can we can bury our heads in the sand and long for the good the good right. old days, right? But the good old days are 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 yes. long gone. It's it's interesting, right? Because I've even I've even said to when I've talked to some prospective teachers, right? Like like. I hope more and more even principals are are sharing information about salary, about benefits, mm. about common planning time, right? Like put it all out on the table. Like give these candidates the most information they they can get to make the best decision possible instead of making them ask for it. Mm-hmm. I, I can remember I signed my first contract not knowing what my salary was. Wow. I wow. literally didn't know. And I was pretty surprised when I got, when I got there. Um, but no, it, but I'm, I'm just saying that shouldn't yeah. happen. And, right. mm-hmm. and to not not be in a position of power of making people mm-hmm. ask for it, like mm. like again, I think it, it speaks to like transparency. Hey, we want to want to help you make a good decision. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. nothing to hide here. That's right. What what questions what questions right. do you have? And and to not assume that asking about salary or benefits or mentoring or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean you're not you're not committed. Right. That's it, right. It just means you want to make you want to make a, a good, good decision. decision. Yeah. Yes. And this is where yeah, a coffee card or a jeans day. That's probably yeah. not enough to be no. a compelling story, right? How are we going to support teachers better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I d- I will reiterate, it's not just money. No, that's right. It no, is not. That's right. No, 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 no. I'm so glad you named those intangibles. That's really yes, important. I think it's about it is about professionalism. It is about giving teachers yeah. an opportunity to grow. Good yeah. teachers want mm. to grow. They want a place where that's valued and seen and given yeah, opportunity. Yeah. And that's I think right. that is a it's an I think it's low hanging fruit yeah. for schools and for administrators. Yeah. It's all it's all of it. Yeah. It's all of it. Friends, we know your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for joining us in the hallway today. Thanks for your the good, God-delighting work that you're doing in your communities, and we hope that the Lord gives you what you stand in need of this week. We want to send you from this place with a blessing. So to our listeners whom we're so thankful for, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace and give you peace and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good week. This podcast was literally dreamed up during one of our actual Hallway Conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is created and produced by Matt Beamers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Hey, we have a favor to ask of you. Would you be willing to rate this podcast or write a review in your podcast app? Or if you found this conversation interesting or helpful, would you consider sharing it on your social media? Those things really do help podcasters out, and we would be so, so grateful. Thanks for listening, friends. Can we start over? I got a frog sure. in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting emotional, guys. Oh, so much drama. So, <clears throat> wow. <laughs> <laughs>